Attention, all stations, calling all stations. Clear the air lanes, clear all air lanes for the big broadcast. The big broadcast. Welcome to the big broadcast, an evening of comedy, drama, adventure, and music from the glory days of radio. It's the place where you'll hear your old favorites along with rare, never-before-rebroadcast radio recordings, all for you on the big broadcast. Now your hosts, Mark Magistrelli and Mike Martini. And we're glad you've joined us for another Saturday evening with the big broadcast. Mark Magistrelli here with Mike Martini. And we have a great mix tonight. We have some comedy, we have some drama, some mystery coming up as well. But right now, the mystery is taking place in the Phil Harris household because he's trying to figure out who's been sending flowers to his wife. This is a Valentine's Day episode. Well, Valentine's Day minus one. February 13th, 1949 is the date. A secret admirer sends flowers to Alice. Phil Harris and Alice Faye on the big broadcast. Good health to all from Rexall. Yes, it's Sunday. Time for the Phil Harris Alice Faye Show. Presented by the makers of Rexall Drug Products and your Rexall family druggist. Good evening. This is your Rexall family druggist, taking a little time from behind the prescription counter this Sunday evening to speak for all 10,000 of us. The 10,000 independent druggists who have added the word Rexall to our own store names. You can always tell us by the orange and blue Rexall sign on our windows. The sign means that we carry the 2,000 or more drug products made by the Rexall Drug Company. They range all the way from aspirin to penicillin. And they're as fine and pure and dependable as science can make them. We independent druggists recommend them to our customers because we know you can depend on any drug product that bears the name Rexall. Good health to all from Rexall. And now your Rexall family druggist brings you the Phil Harris Alice Fay Show, written by Ray Singer and Dick Chevrolet, with Elliot Lewis, Walter Tetley, Janine Roos, Ann Whitfield, Walter Sharp and his music, yours truly, Bill Foreman, and starring Alice Fay and Phil Harris. <laughs> Tomorrow is Valentine's Day. And like most women, Alice is sentimental about the occasion. On the other hand, Phil, like most married men, has been inclined to forget how much the day means to a woman. This year, Alice is making sure that Phil will remember by plotting a little strategy with the children. Now look, girls, when Daddy comes down to breakfast, just remind him that tomorrow is Valentine's Day. This year, I want to make sure he buys me a present. Oh, I'll get it, I'll get it. Now listen... Don't, don't, don't let Daddy know that I mentioned anything to you. Okay, Mommy. Phyllis, we've got to be careful when we talk to Daddy. We mustn't let him know that we're... Uh, hey, where is everybody? Ooh, I'm still asleep. Can't get my eyes open. Good morning, Daddy. Do you know what day tomorrow is? Tomorrow? Take it slow, kids. Let me get used to today first. <laughs> Tomorrow is an important day. It's February the 14th. It is? Already? <laughs> Certainly creeps up on you, don't it? 
Then you didn't forget it. Of course not. How could I forget the opening day of National Cheese Week? <laughs> it isn't that, Daddy. We'll give you a hint. It's V-A-L-E-N-T-I-N-E Day. No. Yes. Are you going to buy Mommy a present? I'm supposed to buy her a present for Groundhog Day? <laughs> it wrong. Daddy, tomorrow is Valentine's Day. Val... Oh, of course. I knew it all the time. <laughs> How could I forget a day like that? Did you buy Mommy a present? Well, well, uh, well, I'm going to. As soon as I have my breakfast, I'm going down and oh, get her... Phil! Phil, they just came. Well, isn't that nice? <laughs> what just came? A dozen nasturtiums. Good, good. Dip them in butter and saute them. I love fish for breakfast. Silly, they're flowers. They just arrived, and, and listen to the card that's with them. To my valentine, with your limpid eyes and turned-up nose, you have the freshness of a rose. Your lovely hair and smile so sweet is a combination that's hard to beat. Signed, guess who? Oh, I think that's a beautiful sentiment. So do I. I wonder who could have sent me them flowers. Well, <laughs> stop kidding. The flowers are for me and you sent them, didn't you? Well, naturally. Natch. <laughs> of course. Who else would send them? Well, Phil, how come you remembered Valentine's Day this year? How could I forget it, little mud? <laughs> you know, honey, I'm lucky to have someone like you to send a valentine to. You know, a lot of other guys don't have anyone. Like Frankie. Now, there's a poor now, guy That reminds who... me, Phil. Frankie called this morning. You know something? I haven't heard from him since, uh, since he lost a job with a band last week. Did he say what he was doing, honey? No, he didn't. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I ain't worried about Remley. He's a very clever guy. Losing his job as a musician will give him a chance to really do bigger things. <laughs> you know, he's the kind of a guy who will be a big success. I'll get it, honey. Hey, pal, would you like to buy some shoelaces? <laughs> Frankie, look, come on in here, will you? You selling shoelaces? Also razor blades, violins... <laughs> Genuine imported Argyle socks, 15 cents a pair. Remley, what are you doing? Making a living. You fired me. I got to do something. You got any scissors you want sharpened or a... <laughs> There's anything you want, I can get it. I don't want anything. How would you like to be number two on a pyramid list? <laughs> I just got up I haven't got my eyes open Will you please cut it out Let's just keep it quiet for a minute Will you Going around selling things like this You don't have to do that Why with your brains and talents You could be what Well you could certainly be I'll take two pair of the shoelaces <laughs>
The orange ones. <laughs> Remley, I never thought I'd see the day that you'd be doing this. You're the one who fired me. It's all your fault. You made me what I am. <laughs> I hope you're satisfied. <laughs> What's that for? I sing for pennies, too. <laughs> Look, Remley, I told you that I didn't fire you. The sponsor did. There must have been something you could have done to save my job. I tried to, but the sponsor insisted. He said if I didn't fire you, he'd fire me. He gave you an alternative. Why didn't you take it? <laughs> the least you could have done for your sickly friend. Oh, Frank. I didn't know you were sick. Well, look, kid. If there's anything I can do for you, anything I can give you, just say the word. Everything I got is yours. You no can... charity, please. <laughs> All I want is my job back. All I ask for is my birthright. As an American, the chance to make a living, to walk in the sun again, to feel the wind in my hair. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. <laughs> Are you finished, Camille? <laughs> Look, so you lost your job. Why don't you be a man instead of trying to get sympathy from people? I'm not trying to get sympathy from anybody. Can't help it if I'm sickly because I haven't eaten for three days. You haven't what? I haven't eaten. Now for don't three come in days. here telling me that. Who's that at the door? Oh, hello, Frankie. Gad, she looks well fed. <laughs> Buy some violets for the lady, Mister. <laughs> give me a few pennies for food. Oh, Frankie, if you're hungry, I'll cook something for you. I can't wait that long. Just give me the scraps from the breakfast table. Pay no attention to him, honey. You stay out of this, Curly. Alice, I tell you, I'm starved. Well, I'll get you something to eat right now, and... Oh, I'll see who it is. Flowers for Mrs. Harris. Oh, thank you. Oh, Phil. More flowers, and this time you sent American beauties. I did? Oh, honey, you know you did. The card is signed, Guess Who Again. Oh, darling, it's so sweet of you to do this. About the food. Don't mention it, Alice. <laughs> you know, you're a sweetheart, and I, I love to get things for you. About the food. Oh, I'm the luckiest, luckiest girl in the world to have a husband like you. Food. And I'm even luckier to have a wife like you. Oh. <laughs> oh, 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 that's hey. so sweet. Well, I love honey. getting it But it's for so you. sweet. Well, you should have well, it. Well, I... I, 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 I <laughs> London Fontan. <laughs> Can't we do this later? I'm hungry. Remley, will you stop already? Oh, let him talk, Phil. Nothing he says can bother me today. I'm too happy. Flies in the buttermilk, shoo, shoo, shoo. Flies in the buttermilk, shoo, shoo, shoo. Lost my partner, what'll I do? Lost my partner, what'll I do? Lost my partner, what'll I do? Skip to Maluma, darling. Lulu, skip to Maluma. Lulu, skip to Maluma. Lulu, skip to Maluma, skip to Maluma, my darling. 
prettier than you. I'll get another one prettier than you. I'll get another one prettier than you. Skip to Maluma, darling. Lulu, skip to Maluma. starving and she sings. Oh, I'm sorry, Frankie. I'll go get you something to eat right now. And Phil, honey, thanks again for the flowers. That's okay, Mud. That's okay. Hey, Curly, how come you're sending flowers to Alan? What have you been up to that I haven't, but that I've been left out of? Want to do that again? <laughs> Might as well try it once more. We're over anyway. <laughs> You're headed for another network flight. <laughs> have one more go at it. Take it. What have you been up to that I've been left out of? I haven't been up to nothing. <laughs> Keep this up, we'll both be headed for another. <laughs> Look, the flowers are for Valentine's Day, but I didn't send them. What's she thanking you for? <laughs> she just thinks I sent them. Ain't it wonderful? Some other guy's sending flowers to my wife And I'm getting all the crap I'm getting I'm getting Yeah, aren't you? <laughs> Wait a minute Hey, Frankie, now, just a second We both know that there's not another man in Alice's life So let's just forget about okay, it Okay, huh? okay Got any idea who the guy can be? <laughs> I keep telling you there's no other man Hey, wait a minute, I know What? Hey, Alice is sending the flowers to herself just to make me jealous Sure That's a solution, isn't it, Frankie? I still like the other man angle <laughs> Has more exciting possibilities Frankie, why should Alice be interested in another guy? Let's be brutally frank, shall we? <laughs> You're starting to show your age your eyes aren't as bright as they used to be Your cheeks have lost their color Your complexion is sallow And you've got a few wrinkles showing That's irreverent <laughs> And besides, I haven't changed a bit My eyes still have the deep blue of two succulent grapes <laughs> There are apples in my cheeks And my complexion is that of a peach well, skip to Maloo. <laughs> you still got wrinkles. Them ain't wrinkles. Them are irrigation ditches to water all that fruit.
get it. <laughs> he comes up with things like that, and I'm the one that gets fired. Rambler. <laughs> Let's just... <laughs> Will you do me a favor? Let's just forget about the flowers. I don't know who's sending them, but... Come in. Here you are, bud. Flowers for Mrs. Phil Harris. More flowers? Hey, wait a minute, kid. Come back. I want to find out... More flowers. Hmm. Yeah. Hey, Remley, look at this card. Hmm. It's from Guess Who again. Beautiful floral, Pete. <laughs> One thing about your rival, he ain't cheap. I keep telling you, there's no rival. Now, what... Who rang the bell? Oh, Phil, more flowers. And it's a plant this time. Why, it's a variegated philodendron. You said it. <laughs> and I'm glad you said it, because I wouldn't touch that kid with a fork. <laughs> Very thoughtful of you to send me all these flowers. That's all right, Alice. <laughs> hey, I just had a silly thought. You know, I sent all these flowers, but wouldn't it be funny if, if guess who were some other guy? Oh, nonsense, Phil. Who else could they be from? That's right. That's right. There isn't any other man you know who'd be sending you flowers, is there? No. Unless they're from Johnny, Bruce, Terry, Kenneth, Al, Harold, Andy, Paul, Harry, Walter, George, Sam... Hold it! Manny, Moe, and Jack <laughs> What'd you do, get hold of an army roll call? <laughs> Who are all those guys? Oh, they're just a few of the boys I went out with before I was married See you later, Phil <laughs> That does it, Remley Yeah? We're going down to the florist shop and find out what guy is sending those flowers mm -hmm. I'll find out who's sending them. Alice thinks she's smart rattling off all them names, Manny, Moe, and Mac. And the... I wonder what she'd say if I told her about Minnie. Minnie? Well, watch your blood pressure. It's just a dream I had last night. Last night, I dreamed that I was down in the bottom of the sea, down in that salty water. And I'm at a maiden fair who had a cottage there. It was a little FHA job, but uh, anyway, we had it. She had a tale of a fish for a train, but whoa, now whoa, how that gal could entertain. And what a time I had with Minnie, the mermaid, down in the bottom of the sea. I lost all my troubles in amongst the bubbles, why she was just as sweet as she could be. And every night when the starfish came out, I hugged and kissed her so, whoa. Whoa, what a time I had with Minnie, the mermaid, down in her seaweed bungalow, low, down in her seaweed bungalow. Ouch, what a time I had with Minnie, the mermaid, down in the bottom of the sea. I lost all my troubles in amongst the bubbles, why she was just as sweet as she could be. And every night when the starfish came out, I hugged and kissed her so. What a time I had with Minnie, the mermaid, down in her seaweed bungalow, low, down in her seaweed bungalow. And I sing with delight as I spend most the night beneath that billowy ocean with you. Many brave hearts are asleep in the deep. So beware, beware. <laughs>
something, Remley? I'm getting madder every minute. If I find the guy who's sending flowers to my wife, I'll... I'll... You'll what, Holly? I'll punch him in the nose, that's what. I'll break every bone in his body. I'll throttle him with my bare hands. Tell me more, you magnificent brute, you... Oh, shut up. <laughs> now, there's the floral shop. Let's... Hey, Curly, look who's about to go in. Julius. Julius? Yeah. Well, there's your solution right there, that little character. That's who's doing it. I'll bet he's the guy. He's always calling Alice soulmate. Dream. Goodbye, dreamboat. <laughs> I'll fix him. I'll tear him limb from limb. Oh, wait a minute, Curly. Julius is only a kid. He can't be the one who's sending the flowers. He's the wrong guy. Who cares? Can you think of anybody better to tear limb from limb? <laughs> yeah, it might be fun at that. Let's ask him anyway. Wait a minute. I'll take care of that. Hey, Julius. Well, when did they let you guys out of the snake pit? <laughs> Happy today, huh, kid? Look, you've been sending flowers to my house today? Yeah, I sent a plant, but I guess you didn't get it yet. Yeah, yeah, I got it. I got it all right. You did? Can't understand it. You can't understand what? How come you didn't break out with poison ivy yet? <laughs> Look, kid, all I want to know is, did you send any flowers to my wife? Well, answer me. Did you? Did you? <laughs> Tell you something, we're going to find out right now, and you're going with me. We're going in that floor shop and ask who's been sent up. Come on in. There. Come on, Julia. All right, stop dragging me, you guys. I'm coming. Oh, hello, Mr. Harris. Oh. Oh, hello, Mr. Miller. I'd like to ask you something. I'll be with you in a minute. I want to finish waiting on that gentleman there. Is there uh, anything else, sir? No, gladiolas, asters, and roses will be enough. Very well. I'll take them to the back room and arrange it. Uh, by the way, put a card in for me and just say, uh, to my beautiful Valentine and sign it, guess who? All right. Guess who? Did you hear that, Curly? It ain't Julius. Guess who's that guy over there? You mean that big, brawny hunk of a bruiser there? Mm -hmm. Now, nah, Frankie, you must be mistaken. Why? Well, he's too big and muscular to be sending flowers to Alice. Let's look for a smaller guy. <laughs> Let's get back to Julius. It's safer. Now, Curly, stop stalling. That big guy must be the one. You said when you found him, you were going to throttle him. Well, go ahead. Start throttling. But, Frankie, I'm trying to tell you he's much bigger than I well, am. don't worry. I'll help you. Well? Sure. I'll give you a boost so you can reach his throat. <laughs> Mr. Remley's right. If you're a man, you'll stop picking on little men. Take care of that guy. Go on, ask him if he's the one who sent the flowers to your wife. All right, all right, all right. But let's be careful not to offend the gentleman. <laughs> he may be the wrong person. Uh, pardon me, sir. Yes? Uh, are you sending flowers to somebody? What was that? You heard him, he said, who are you sending flowers to? <laughs> Bad living. Uh, mister, uh, we just want to know if you're sending flowers to your mother or grandmother, maiden aunt, maybe? It's none of your business, but I'm sending them to my wife. <laughs> See? 
a mistake, fellas. He's sending them to his wife. His wife? A likely story. <laughs> hey, you, your wife happens to be the woman Curly's in love with. He's in love with my... Oh, a fresh guy. I got a good mind to punch you right in the eye. We'd like to see you try it. You know, <laughs> hey, what you're asking for it? Who's asking? Don't let him bulldoze you, Mr. Harris. Stand up to him. It won't be for long. What's <laughs> what? I didn't want any trouble with you. Just apologize for saying you're in love with my wife, and I won't hit you. Why should he apologize? <laughs> Mr. Harris got a right to be in love with your wife. He's married to her, and she's the mother of his two children. That does it. Oh, my eye. Oh, what a shiner. Mm. I've seen better. <laughs> I bet he could improve on it if he tried. Hit him in the other eye, mister. Hey, kid, kid, you better keep out of this before I get real mad. Nobody's going to say anything about my wife and get away with it. Ah, your wife's a lady. Julia. <laughs> Look, mister, pay no attention to him. He's just saying that. Your wife ain't no lady. She ain't. Huh? Oh, oh. My other eye. Look at those two black eyes. <laughs> oh, what are you laughing at? What's so funny? You look like a curly-headed raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you stand there, mister. Hit him again. Julius, cut it out now. I ran out of eyes. <laughs> Julius, don't be so bloodthirsty Tell King Kong I don't even know his wife Tell him it's a mistake All right, mister, this is all a mistake Mr. Harris ain't in love with your wife He ain't? No, but Mr. Remley is Me <laughs> too? Wait a minute, wait a minute, mister I wouldn't go out with your wife I've never seen her I'm the homie type It's all a gag What did you say? He said he wouldn't be seen with your wife Because she's a homie old hag <laughs> sworn I said something else. <laughs> I ought to slug you too, but I don't dare. Why not? If I ever hit this punk, I'll kill him. Talk is cheap. Prove it. <laughs> what are you, a talent scout for Forrest Long? <laughs> Look, you guys, I'm warning you. If you ever make another crack about my wife, I'll knock your roof in. Goodbye. You and who else? <laughs> oh, I'm glad that guy's gone. Two black eyes, and I didn't I'm even... I'm sorry to keep you waiting, Mr. Harris, but I... Mr. Harris, your mascara's running. <laughs> Don't be a wise florist. I just came in here because somebody's been sending flowers to my wife all day, and I want to find out who the jerk is. Mr. Harris, surely you must know who's sending the flowers? Don't you remember? Remember what? You wanted to be sure you wouldn't forget Valentine's Day, so last year you left a standing order for me to send flowers every hour on Valentine's Day. <laughs> you mean the guy who's been sending all of these flowers is... Yes. Jerky old black-eyed you. No, and to think I went through all of this with the I, I think I'll kill myself. Mr. Harris, don't say that. Don't even think of killing yourself. You don't want me to, Julius? No, I'll get that big guy back to do it. You'll have him mess it up. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, ha, ha. 
Alice and Phil will be back in just a moment. But right now, a lady puts our Rexall family druggist on the spot. I'd like to know what brand of drug products you use in your own home. Why, Rexall, naturally. Why, naturally? Well, it's not just because I carry the 2,000 or more quality drug products made by Rexall, if that's what you mean. No, it's because I know how those products are made. For instance, just a moment ago, I sold a customer an eye lotion made by the Rexall Drug Company. Now, I've watched that product go through Rexall's laboratory. I've seen how every single bottle is carefully inspected under a magnifying glass a foot wide, just to make doubly sure that it's absolutely clear and free of any foreign matter. Well, it's an eye-opening example, isn't it? <laughs> well, yes, ma'am. I, I guess you could call it that. And we independent Rexall druggists could give you a lot more such examples, but they all add up to this. Look for the store with the orange and blue Rexall sign on the window. That's the only place where you'll find Rexall drug products. And you can depend on any drug product that bears the name Rexall. Good health to all from Rexall. <laughs> Alice, do my eyes look awful? Yes, but don't worry, Phil. This beefsteak will help them. Alice, about the food. I'm still hungry. Stop it, will you, Remley? <laughs> Haven't you got any sympathy for me? Don't you care if I... Frankie, stop licking my face. <laughs> Who's licking your face? I'm eating the steak. Oh. This program was produced and directed by Paul Phillips. The part of Frankie Remley was played by Elliot Lewis, and Julius was played by Walter Tetley. Included in today's cast were Hal March and Jack Mather. Alice Bay appeared through the courtesy of 20th Century Fox. This is Bill Foreman wishing good health to all from Rexall. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. From February 13th, 1949, Phil Harris and Alice Fay on tonight's big broadcast. Up next, Lights Out with Arch Obler, and I believe Mr. Obler was several decades ahead of Steven Spielberg, at least in the title <laughs> of this episode. This is October 20th, 1942, long before the movie of the same name, mm -hmm. Poltergeist. Lights Out on the big broadcast. Ironized Yeast presents... Lights out, everybody. It is later than you think. This is Arch Obler bringing you another in our series of stories of the unusual. And once again, we caution you, these lights-out stories are definitely not for the timid soul. So we tell you calmly and very sincerely, if you frighten easily, turn off your radio now. But if you're fascinated by the mysterious, the fantastic, the unearthly, then anticipate chills in our story of poltergeists.
is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Hey, <laughs> that was swell. Now let's go to town. St. Louis woman with her diamond ring. Kicking that man oh, around. No. no, stop that, Kay. What's the matter? Am I scaring the horse? Oh, it seems like a sacrilege singing a song like that out here. This beautiful, clean snow and blue sky. Well, what's wrong with a hot song to keep us warm? If you think the St. Louis blues is going to dirty up the snow, you ought to hear Frankie and Johnny the way I sing it. Oh, stop it, Kay. You're not <laughs> funny at all. Why can't you enjoy the fresh air without that cabaret sort of thing? Oh, just an old-fashioned gal, eh, Florence? How about you, Edna? Don't you like my songs either? You haven't said anything for the last five minutes. Well, I, I haven't been listening to you to tell the truth. I love to watch the snow sort of flow along under the sleigh. When you say that, gal, smile. Gosh, did you ever see more snow in your life? The man at the hotel said it had been snowing on and off up here for two weeks. I think coming out here to the country's the best thing we three have done since we started rooming together. Hiking in the snow's terribly healthy. Yeah, that's what I'm afraid of. The healthier I get, the worse I feel. <laughs> Crazy idiot. She does say the funniest things, doesn't she? I always say that Kay ought to... Ooh. Hallelujah, we're here. Is this as far as we go, driver? That's right, miss. Can't go no further down this road account of the drift. Oh, my goodness. The drifts are too deep for a horse. How can we walk through them? I second the motion. Well, you young ladies don't have to worry none so long as you keep going down the valley over there. Snow ain't piled up that way all the way to Ma Jenkins. Oh, well, that's marvelous. Come on, girls. Let's get started. So long. Take care of yourselves, girls. Come on, Edna. So Goodbye, Mr. Well, listen to the snow talking at us. It's very dry snow. Our feet rub particles of it together, and the Ooh. friction makes a sound. It's kind of scary, yeah. isn't it? Why? Well, I don't know. It's just mm. as if the snow was sort of trying to talk to mm. us. I mean, as if it was angry at our trespassing. Hey, don't tell me we're trespassing. I don't want any country squire taking any pot shots at my uh, constitutional amendment with rock salt. No, thank you. Oh, don't talk nonsense, Kay. We're not trespassing. Why, this path through the valley here over to Mrs. Jenkins' house is the favorite hike of everyone who comes up this way during the winter. What's Mrs. Jenkins got anyway that makes people walk their feet off? <laughs> Wait till you taste her cooking. Eat. Oh, boy, let's go. It's awfully quiet out here, isn't it? Oh, that's the glory of it. I've had the roar of the subway in my ears so long. Okay, don't walk so fast. Come on, look what I found. Oh, come on, Edna. Oh, please. Let me take your arm. I'm getting out of breath. Well, take it easy. There's no hurry. <sighs> well, what is it, Kay? Look, through the circle of trees here. Look what I discovered. Well, isn't that interesting? It's a sort of a natural amphitheater. Sure. Say, who was this guy, Daniel Boone? What's an amphitheater? Well, that, that means an oval circling place with rising tiers of seats. It's, you know, like that place we went to for the horse show. Oh. Back in the times of the Greeks, they had outdoor theaters. Listen to the professor. They made use of places just like this, where the ground sloped up and made a sort of a natural arena or stage below. Theater! That's an idea. Sit down, gals, and I'll give you a special performance of the Kay Follies. It's awful snowy here, isn't it? I'll trample it down with my spring dance. Welcome, sweet spring. <laughs> isn't she a nut dancing in the snow? If I had that girl's energy. She's really graceful, isn't she? I'll bet if she went on the stage, she could... Kay! Kay! Kay, did you hurt yourself? Oh, did I land on my dignity. Here, give me a hand. Here, I'll help you. 
There you are. Oh, did I take a flop. Did you hurt yourself badly? Oh, Liv, what in the world did I trip over? Oh, no wonder. Look at that rock under the snow. No wonder I did a nosedive. Oh, my goodness. There are rocks like that all over. A person could break their neck if they... Girls, what's the matter? What is it? Kay, the rock you tripped over. It's not a rock. What are you talking about? Of course it's a rock. Well, yes, but it's something something more than that. It's a tombstone. <laughs> tombstone? Oh, no, it, it can't Look be. Look for yourself. It says, here lies buried the remains of one who, restless in life... Stop! Don't read anymore. Stop! And, and all these other stones laying flat on the ground. They're tombstones, too? Yes. Whew, what a place to pick to dance. <laughs> What's the matter, Edna? What did you scream for? Kay, you... You danced on the grave. What? You danced on the grave. I saw you. I saw you do it. You danced on the grave. Okay. Edna, stop it. Stop it. What's come into her? Edna, stop acting like that. Edna, stop for heaven's sake. Control yourself. Okay. Kay, I'm so sorry for you. You danced on a grave. For heaven's sake, stop talking like that. Sure, I danced on a grave. Yes, of course she did. It was perfectly accidental. And what if it wasn't? What of it? The poltergeist. The what? Edna Hanson, what are you talking about? What's that word you just used? Poltergeist. Okay, what have you done? You superstitious little fool. If you don't stop talking that way, I'm going to slap your face. What's the matter with you? I didn't do anything. You walked on the grave. You danced on the grave. Edna, be sensible. We all walked on graves, but it was purely accidental. Yeah. We had no intention of desecrating them. It doesn't matter, I tell you. It doesn't matter. The poltergeist. He'll come. I know he will. Oh, what's the use? She's crazy. Edna, what are you talking about? What's the poltergeist? What are you so frightened about? My father, he told me, if you walk on a grave, if you dance on a grave, the poltergeist. Poltergeist what? What is a poltergeist? An evil spirit. It comes out of the grave. It kills. It destroys. It'll kill us. It'll kill us all. Stop it. It throws things oh, down. Oh, please. Yeah. Lay off that way. Edna. But it won't get me. I'll run Edna, away. come back oh, here. She's gone insane. I'll get her. Edna. Kay, catch her. Edna. Edna, don't run away. Nothing will hurt you. Nothing. Oh, Edna, look out. <laughs> Kay. Kay, what happened? That stone. It hit Edna. Edna. Edna, open your eyes. Blood. Blood all over her face. Kay, who threw that stone? Who threw it? I don't know. It came from the graveyard. Ladies and gentlemen, a deep breath. We all need one before we go on with the story of Kay, Florence, and Edna. The story of Poltergeist on tonight's Lights out. Now, girls, take it easy. Take it easy. Oh, doctor, she won't die. Tell me she won't die. No, no, of course not. And you're sure that her skull isn't fractured? Oh, absolutely not. Maybe a little concussion, that's all. It's almost five. Our train. Can we get someone to help us carry her down to the station so we can get her on board? Board? I'm telling you, that little friend of yours shouldn't be moved out of bed for a week. If you do, well, it might be just too bad. Oh, Flo, what'll we do? You go home, Kay. I'll stay with her. Oh, no, you won't. I'm not leaving you here alone in this godforsaken place. 
If you stay, I stay too. Kay, please be sensible. Why should we all lose our jobs when you... If you'll excuse me, you ladies, I've got to be on my way. Oh, yes, of course, Doctor. Is there anything more you can do for Edna, Doctor? Any medicine or something? Nope, I've done all I can do. She's sleeping comfortable now. Uh, Miss? Yes, Doctor? The constable's sick too, you know, and he's sort of depending on me to keep things straight. Now, uh, just how did you say that little friend of yours got hurt? Well, it... It was just the way we explained, Doctor. That rock came flying and... Yes, yes, I know, but who threw the rock? We... we don't know. What? That's true, Doctor. We don't know. But somebody threw it. You can't change facts. Somebody threw the rock that cracked her head. For heaven's sakes, old man, you don't think we did it? No, miss, I didn't. excited. Doctor, you've got to believe us. It happened just the way we said. All at once, that rock came flying through the air from the direction of the graveyard. It struck Edna, and, and we just didn't see who threw it. All right, if that's your story. Oh, you better stay in your rooms here. I mean, you better not be leaving until the constable's on his feet and has a chance to talk with you. I'll be back in a few hours and see how the girl is. He doesn't believe us. What difference does it make? We know what we saw. But what did we see? She was running. She she fell. Okay. Well, let's not fool ourselves. There was no one there to throw that rock. There must have been. There wasn't. Stop saying that. Aren't you brave enough to face facts? There wasn't any place for anyone to hide. I saw that stone. It seemed to come down out of the air. So slowly. Florence, if you don't stop talking like that. Do you remember what... What Edna said? It throws things. Stop looking at me like that. You're giving me the jitters. She said the poltergeist throws things. Spirit of evil. Florence, Rob, have you gone crazy too? Why should we laugh at things like that? What right have we got to laugh? How do we know there aren't powers we can't see or understand? Powers of evil that revenge and insult just like an evil man. Kay, how do we know? What are you talking like that for? What are you trying to scare me for? You, you're supposed to be the most intelligent one of us all. You with your college degrees. Sure, sure, I danced on the grave, but the dead are dead and they can't revenge a thing. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of anything. I tell you, it's not... What? It's Edna. Come on. Edna, we're coming to you. Don't be afraid. We're coming. Open the door, Florence. It's not locked. It's stuck. It won't Here, let me. Edna, what is it? What? Ah! Edna, what? <gasps> on your head. run a decent place, and I don't want you... <gasps> oh. The girl on the bed. Her head. It's crushed flat in by a rock. God in heaven. It's not a rock. It's a tombstone. I wish I could cry, but I haven't got any more tears. Oh, Edna. 
darling, please. You'll kill yourself if you keep on like that. Oh, this horrible night would only end. It was my fault. Mine. I was the one who got her out here. She didn't want to go. She hates the country. But I made her come. I made her. No. No, you're not the one to blame. I am. I danced on the grave. right for it to be her, was it? I did it, not her. I did it. I danced on the grave. I danced on the grave. You can't deny what you see with your own eyes. But I tell you, Doc, nobody could have carried that tombstone up the steps without me seeing him, could they? But there it is, ain't it? Yeah. There it is. Either somebody's playing a terrible joke or... You don't have to say it, Doc. I know. That's just the trouble. You don't know, and I don't know, and nobody knows. Yeah. And and that tombstone. Well, what about the tombstone? I I ain't quite sure, but that's a tombstone out of the old burying grounds up at the bend. You're crazy. No, I ain't either. Well, that place is a good three miles from here. Yeah. I know. Who could have carted a heavy stone like that for three miles? Yeah. Ooh. Stop looking like that, you flap-eared old fool. Human hands carried that stone in here and killed that girl? Sure. Yeah, the constable will find out who did it the minute he's on his feet again. You wait and see. No, he won't, Doc. You're smarter than me and all that, but oh, this time you're wrong. There ain't nobody that takes in breath and leaves out breath like you and me, or the constable's going to find out who killed that girl. You know that, Doc. Oh, stop talking. I wish the constable was here and this night was over. It's been a terrible night. Terrible night. Terrible clock. Ticking. Ticking. Yeah, I know. I've been sitting here listening to it. I can't stand it anymore. I'll stop it. Why bother with it? Come on to bed, Kay. Please. There's no use sitting there. You won't help her. Yeah. Nothing can help her. But maybe I can help you. Me? It was my fault. Mine. I was the reason it happened. It killed her and it'll kill you and me too unless I stop. No, don't say that. It's true. But why should you be hurt? I'm the blame, not you. Listen, Flo. I'll go out there. There. Out there to the graveyard. What? I'll talk to her. I'll, I'll tell her I didn't mean to do it. No. But I didn't know where I was dancing. Please. Maybe somehow it'll hear, listen to me, and, and then it won't hurt oh, you. Oh, no, no. I won't let you go out there. It'll kill but you. Florence, it'll kill you, too. But Florence. No, no, I'll hold you. You can't go. You can't. All right. Come on to bed, Kay, please. In the morning, in the morning, things will be different. But it won't. Nothing will hurt us. And then they're right outside the door. They won't let anything get at us. Oh, please, Kate, please come to bed. Yeah. We'll... We'll pray. Pray? I... I don't exactly know how. Just say anything. 
anything like this. Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. Now you, if I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. Kay? Kay, are you asleep? I can't sleep anymore. Kay, tomorrow, I mean, when it gets light and everything, do you think people will believe us? Do you think so, Kay? I'm not quite sure what happened. I always used to be so sure about things. And now I... Kay? Kay, where are you? Kay, where... The window. She went out the window. She's gone out there. To the graveyard. To talk to it. Oh, Kay, why did you go? Why did you go? I'll go out there, too. Well, she'll be so frightened out there alone. I'll go, too. I'll go, too. Oh, so cold. Hands. Snow so sharp. Cutting my legs. Oh, why did you go out there, Kay? Why did you? I've got to find you. Wind. Oh, why doesn't the wind stop? Blow, blow, thou winter wind. Thou art not so unkind as... This way, Hooper. They must have come this way. <laughs> Climbing out the window like that in the middle of the night. They must have gone crazy, the both of them. Well, let's not worry about that now. We've got to find them. Here, give me that lantern. What is it, Doc? What have you found? A shoe. 
One of the girl's shoes. My gosh, stuck in the snow. We're going the right way. Come on, move fast. We've got to get to them. Doc, look at this. What is it? Over there. Ain't these footprints? Yes. Yes. Yes, that's right. Footprints. Hello? Up ahead. Hello? Doc, we're... We're getting pretty close to the old burying grounds. Well? Maybe... Oh, look here, Doc. Let's not be fools. Let's wait till morning. What? Let those frightened girls freeze to death? Get along. But, Doc, I... You come uh, with me or the whole town will know what a yellow-livered no-good you are. All right. All right. You don't have to get so sore, Doc. Hello? Hello? Anybody up there? Hello? Doc. Doc, look. What? There they are. Up ahead. Glory be, they're alive. The both of them. Come on. Doc. Doc, look at them. That's the burying ground up there. And they're dancing. Dancing on the graves. Well, they must be out of their heads. Come on. We've got to stop. Doc. Doc, wait for me. Oh, Doc, it's... It's Doc again. Where are they, Doc? Where are the girls? Have they... Have they stopped dancing? Yes. Huh? They've stopped dancing. Did... Did they ever dance? What are you talking about, Doc? We saw them. We saw them dancing in this place with our own eyes. Did we? The moonlight. Here it comes again. See with your eyes again. <gasps> oh, no. Both of the girls froze stiff to the ground. Each with her head crushed by a tombstone. Would you mind telling us, me, whether there actually are such things as poltergeists? All I can tell you is this. There are authenticated records in existence that in the city of London on the 27th day of April, 1872, from four in the afternoon on a Thursday until half past 11 at night, a certain room in a certain house was deluged by stones thrown from no apparent source. The London police surrounded the house... They found no trace of whoever or whatever was throwing those stones with a murderous violence. I, uh, I see. So much for poltergeist. And now, Mr. Obler, what happens next week? Well, anything can happen, but uh, specifically next week, Mangara. A strange title and a strange story. The power of suggestion. The dictators have shown us to what evil purposes that power can be used. Well, next week, a man who, uh... <laughs> But that, as usual, is next week. Yes. Lights Out, written and directed by Arch Obler, will come to you again next Tuesday at the same time. Be sure to listen for the amazing story of Mungara. 
And if you need more vitamin B and iron, be sure to try ironized yeast, the one and only ironized yeast, with the big letters IY on the package and on each tablet. It is later than you think. From October 20th, 1942, Lights Out Everybody and the story Poltergeist. Ooh, I don't know if we can't do that too many of those shows. I, I get a little nervous. If you think you're nervous now, wait till you hear hour two of the big broadcast because we have Orson Welles as the shadow. This is the first surviving Welles episode. It's called Death House Rescue. It's a last minute intervention Ooh. along with Inner Sanctum. Stay tuned for more of the big broadcast. Mm-hmm. 